This episode of The Tiger Pit is brought to you by Athlon Rub. Athlon Rub is the next generation in performance and recovery for all sports. It is a new approach on the traditional Thai oil formula, founded on the time-tested formula and enhanced through proven ingredients. Made in an FDA and ISO certified lab in the USA, certified and continually tested by informed choice to be free of banned substances, PEDs, and cross-contamination. You can go to athlonrub.com and take a look at all the products they have available, read testimonials from users, and see what everybody else is saying. And when you got some things in your cart, get an additional 10% off when you use the promo code the Tiger Pit. That's athlonrub.com and promo code the Tiger Pit for an additional 10% off all the cool stuff you're gonna buy. We are also brought to you by Knock My Legends. Knock My Legends celebrates the heroes, legends, and icons of Muay Thai and kickboxing. Their mission is to create art in the form of apparel that honors each fighter's contribution to the sport and the art we love. They also have a great selection of shirts, gear, and accessories that highlight the greats from the sport from the past up until today. You can go to knockmylegends.com, that's N-A-K-M-U-A-Y legends.com, as well as Facebook and Instagram, and check out what they have, and when you're ready to buy something, you're at checkout, enter the promo code the Tiger Pit for an additional 10% off your purchase. Again, that's knockmylegends.com, N-A-K-M-U-A-Y legends.com, or knockmylegends on Facebook and Instagram. This episode also brought to you by Diplomatico Rum. Diplomatico is distributed in over 80 countries around the world. It holds the Ron de Venezuela DOC and is recognized as one of the world's finest rums. They have three different ranges for your tastes, traditional, prestige, and the distillery collection. You can find them online at rondiplomatico.com. That's Ron, R-O-N, which means rum in Spanish. For those of you who don't speak Spanish, who listen to this program, you probably should speak Spanish to listen to this program. You'll probably enjoy it. Anyways, it's rondiplomatico.com to learn more about who they are and find out some history behind one of the world's greatest rums. We are also brought to you by Unplugged Essentials. Hemp is at the core of their innovation. However, not all hemp is created equal. Instead of using either isolated CBD or cannabis oil, which are the most popular cannabis-derived products on the market right now, they have infused their soaks with a water-soluble, hemp-derived, phytocannabinoid-rich powder. This way, they make sure that all their products take advantage of the several hundred bioactive components present in hemp. They also make no compromise in quality to ensure each batch is lab-tested and 100% THC-free. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook or go to unpluggedfloatessentials.com and get yours today. And you can use the promo code THETIGERPIT at checkout for an additional 10% off your order. That's Unplugged Essentials on Instagram and Facebook and unpluggedfloatessentials.com online or just, you know, regularly online. And like I said, use the promo code the Tiger Pit for 10% off your order. All right, and this is for our New York friends and listeners here. Um, we are also brought to you by the Stepping Razor Barbershop at 952 Flushing Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. The Stepping Razor leans into the realm of the classic 1940s American barbershop. They specialize in American classic traditional haircuts and shaves, but are versatile and can do much, much more. You can check them out on Instagram at the Stepping Razor Barbershop or go to thesteppingrazor.com to book your appointment and get yourself looking good and feeling good. And lastly, we are brought to you by the Dojo NYC at 1082 Cypress Avenue in Ridgewood. The Dojo NYC is a fully martial arts training center specializing in Cobrinha Jiu-Jitsu, traditional Muay Thai, and MMA. Whether you want to go and just get a good workout or compete at a high level, it's a great place to train. You can also go to the dojonyc.com and check out their classes, instructors, programs, and even sign up for a free trial class, which hopefully after you do that, you'll sign up for more and keep going and get better at Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, whatever it is you're going for. That's the dojonyc.com online and the dojo nyc on Instagram. Okay. Our next guest is an artist whose work has been featured in the traveling exhibition Will Boys Be Boys, curated by Shamim Momim of the Whitney Museum of American Art. 
His solo exhibition, All of Nothing, was at DCKT Contemporary here on the Lower East Side. He was a contestant on season one of Bravo's Top Design and was also featured on HGTV's Flea Market Flip. He was then included in the Queens International 4 exhibition at the Queens Museum of Art. His large-scale installation, Fast Forward, included BMX ramps adjacent to a floor-to-ceiling collection of trophies and customized BMX bikes. He continued this theme in his installation, Look for the Dream That Keeps Coming Back. You can check him out online at humphreyindustries.com also humphrey industries on instagram and facebook he was in new york to deliver a project to red bull and was gracious enough to come by and do the show while he was here so without further ado please welcome to the tiger pit mr ryan humphrey on the next episode of adventures and animals it's a and a polish guy okay we'll start the podcast right here. It's nine o'clock. It's dark enough. I'm putting on my ninja suit. That's the part, right? You gotta get into your head. Now you're struggling with your words. Check the Yelp reviews. I'm sure they have like four. It's amazing. I was trying to get that out, and I had a hard time struggling in my head. They just see something they don't recognize me. Check out immediately. I had a point. I had a point. Coming to the stage. I've heard this many times from different sources. You didn't even know me when I was hanging out there. That sounds like such a burnout thing to do. Tiger boot. I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan. Tell us about L. Aliens. Well, this one time in band camp. <laughs> oh, speaking of camp, uh, I, I saw recently, I was Googling you. Uh-oh. I was investigating Ryan Good. Humphrey. Um, you were a counselor at Woodward. Dude. I, so, <laughs> I was too old to go to that shit when that happened, but man, that would have been so cool as a kid to go to that shit. Or not. Was it not cool? Oh, it was from like a kid from a small town in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the coolest. It like, is in Ohio. I thought it was in Pennsylvania. No, it's in Pennsylvania. Oh, it is. Right, but yeah. it was you know like five hours for me, and for me to have access to all that. Yeah, yeah. Early yeah. on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely a game changer. Uh, changer. I think uh, probably my attitude was too bad to be asked back like the next year. But as a like, counselor, as a counselor, yeah, yeah, like. I had this one kid. I'll never forget his name. I'm just going to say it on here. Adam Nimsus. <laughs> I'm coming fucking, to get you. Fucking Long Island, you motherfucker. <laughs> he was. He was just like, he was like all dick. Just like everything that came out of his mouth. And this fucker, he was wearing sweatpants one day. And I was like, Adam, what? he was doing something stupid. And he just like turned around, dropped his drawers, and like spread his cheeks. And I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> Like this, he called this, you bluff. He's like this kid's. He was like, I was like, dude, be careful, man. That's like, that, that's flirtation in prison. Like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. That'll get you not yeah. asked back. <laughs> so I was just like, and then uh, like I threw a trash can at him, and oh, you know, man. <laughs> I was like the dream camp counselor though. I was like, you guys want to clean? No. Okay, we're not cleaning. Fuck it. I didn't realize they had BMX there too. That was, yeah, that actually started with BMX before skateboarding. Oh, really? Oh, shit. One of the owner's daughters was interested in racing BMX. Uh And they're like, oh, we'll put in a track. And they put in a track. So I started there for racing. Oh, okay. Like in 84, 85. Oh, wow. Oh, see, I didn't know it was around that early. Oh, it's, yeah. Because I didn't hear it until I was like, I don't know. I feel like I was like a teenager or something. When did they start doing skateboarding there? Skateboarding, was later, I think, right? was the like first the... summer was 89 when I was there. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so I even thought it was later than that. Yeah. But yeah, which would have been wild would have been too old to go to that gym. And, uh, so this was like a summer camp, like BMX. Yeah, you never heard of it? I don't think so. It started Woodward? out as a gymnastics camp. Really? And, yeah. Damn, show you how little I know about this fucking place. Oh, it's huge. It's huge, <laughs> no man. People, <laughs> people, people, like wealthy people from California would just be like, you know what? Here's my kid Ooh, all summer. Oh, God, that's crazy. Bye. Yeah, that's wild. And you're wild. like, you get this kid who's totally, by the end of the summer, he's like made out with every girl. Like, <laughs> you know, parents are just like, here's another hundred bucks in his like account every week. He's just burning through it. Sounds like an 80s movie. It was an 80s movie. Yeah. It was an 80s movie. I was like, you know, Friday, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wonder what Vision Streetwear stuff got lost. Yeah. Cool. Here's my outfit for next week. Cool. You know, like, it was insane, but... Uh, I should send my kids to it. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, whole, you should. Not for the whole summer, but like a week or something. Yeah, I mean, if they're into that stuff. Yeah, but, he just uh, started racing BMX this year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. Just getting into it. It's a new thing. It's cool. It took I mean, him the whole season to work up the guts to to um do the uh, the gate the gate dropping whatever gates that's called. Gates are scary. Yeah, it is kind of scary, I guess. Right. It is for a kid. You know, he's nine years old. But uh, all 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 summer wouldn't do it. From spring to summer wouldn't do it. Then my wife takes him one week when I'm here, and I told her I was like, he's gonna drop in on that shit today. And she was like, nah, he's too scared. I'm like, because it's you taking him, he's gonna do it to show off. Look, yeah, mom. mom's watching. <laughs> and I was right, man. She fucking called me that day. She's like, he did it. I was like, of course he did. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm like, just do it. Don't be a whip. <laughs> You're like, okay, it's time to learn how to swim. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's how I learned. <laughs> that's how I learned fall. how to swim. It's going to suck. It's going to hurt. But you're going to get up and then you're going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> I'll grab you before you totally choke. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I learned how to swim, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I grew up um, really looking up to Evil Knievel. Yeah, like, of course, man. I mean, I loved Evil that was Knievel the dude, Knievel. man. I, I, Kids don't have heroes like that anymore. I mean, they do in a weird way. Do they? I, yeah. I mean, you know, you have to, there's a package now around it. But, like, you know, all those, like, motocross dudes, you can't. I guess, yeah. I mean, they're not on street bikes. Yeah, and they're jumping not like, school buses and shit. Yeah, exactly. You and, know. you know, with their wild turkey in their cane and, yeah. you know, all that crazy <laughs> exactly. stuff. But, yeah, I mean, they're out there. I mean, we we just have different ones now. I think, yeah. like, Keanu Reeves is, like... He's kind of a badass, yeah. That's somebody who's, like, yeah, you can kind of, like, look up to that dude. Like, yeah. You know? Um, that's true. But you know what it is, though? I guess what my point was, when we were kids, there was... Like, he was like a man. You know what I'm saying? He was like Evil a man. He was like a man, dude. Hairy chest. Kids don't have, like, man heroes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. They, they look Drunk. at, like, it's like a like a, like a 18-year-old or something. And to them, that's like a, you know, a man or whatever. But, like, we was like this wild-ass guy. We were like, I yeah. was like, man, this guy's awesome. Oh, imagine how busted Evil would have been if they had, like social media back then oh yeah yeah he yeah. wouldn't have survived like yeah. oh well, yeah. i'm in another state yeah. with another woman what's yeah. the big deal yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. forget it thank so. god there was none of that shit back then well nobody was i mean who was trying to jump the fucking snake river canyon before it's interesting though you can correlate a lot of stuff that's going on now like evil knievel became this persona like there was like robert knievel and he's like oh man i gotta put on the superhero outfit Right. So right, then it's right. like you have a lot of you know, like Kanye West, you gotta be like, Okay, he's got his like Jawa yeah, outfit from Star Wars. Like <laughs> he's gotta put on his thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. There's a lot of Yeah, you gotta get a little extra. You gotta get a little extra yeah. for sure. I and mean, that's for sure. the ultimate showman right there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't give a fuck what he his broke. outfit was pretty badass too. Yeah, he it was, was like a weird like version of the American flag. Nineteen seventy seventy like, six. Some yeah, of that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, right. It was a bicentennial. Yes. And Spirit of 76. Yeah, America. And- yeah, he was... Uh, the thing is, like, he would be like, okay, I'm going to make this jump, and then no matter what, he would do it. Like, oh, wrong gearing, mm-hmm. wrong everything. Like, you know, touch the finger, <laughs> hold uh-huh. in the wind, fuck it, I'm going to jump in anyway. Like, he was just... Man, his body was a mess, too. He broke everything. Like, he got wrecked. Ten times. I met him here in New York. Did you really? I did. Come on. Um, I made this video in grad school, like where I spliced together one of my bike wrecks with one of uh, a bunch of his footage from uh, Las Vegas, and someone in a magazine knew about this and knew he was coming for. It was an Icon magazine. It's like come and gone, like mm-hmm. all the others. But mm-hmm. uh, they were like, "Oh, you're on the VIP list," and I was like, "Holy shit!" So when I, like, was what year was? Oh, this, this is ninety. 97 okay whoa weird like the hoff like matt hoffman put out a evil knievel bike and it was before that was even out so that was around that time but um i met his manager his manager walked up to me he's like where did you get that shirt and i was like oh i bought it from uh this store that you know in ohio i can't remember the name of it they they bought like closeouts and all this cool stuff Mm. and they had an original evil knievel t-shirt from I think it was king's island jump there mm. and i was like oh i'll buy one it's like a ringer t-shirt he's yeah, like, yeah oh my god he was freaking out he's like here's my card like coming to the bar across the street afterwards evil's gonna go over there nice so like i met him and i was just like i shook his hand and you know like how people claim to be like empaths and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was just like yo this dude's dark man really <laughs> like, i was like yo <laughs> yeah you can tell he had a dark. lot of like a lot of i can't even 
or experience so much. Wild I can't shit. even say what was dark. You it just was feel just something. like yeah, yeah. But wow. his wife was like really young and cute, and you're like, damn, evil. You like you did okay, like. <laughs> You know, I mean, his name is Evil. Could he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty great. But she, she had to be half his age, and she kind of looked at me like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "No, nah, whoa, 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 see you later." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, whoa, that's crazy. It was crazy, but like, you know, I'm like, I got to shake Evil Knievel's hand, like, so um, meeting your heroes, yeah, kind that's of, right? Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. And M- meeting childhood heroes is a little weird too. Like, yeah, I don't really get starstruck. No, no, me neither, but it's weird just like meeting them. It's kind of like, like, it feels weird to have that like degree of se- time separation where you're just kind of looking at them and you're just like, wait, by 10? Like, you know, it's weird. It's when I met um, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, I felt like that. I was just oh, like, this you, is like, strange. You, you had a fanboy moment. You were like, oh, I was like, you <laughs> no, sign no, my, no. Oh no. You were like, sign my underoos. <laughs> I'm not fanboy, but I was just like, man, this is so strange. So I just felt upside down. I was like, I would have been like, you're the Slim Jim guy, <laughs> and you'd be like, no, that's you know. <laughs> just open real, <laughs> just make Slim Jim Slim Jim jokes all night. Yeah, he was drinking. My friend put on this production, this wrestling production. He puts on all these wrestling productions in Massachusetts, and he booked him to to do some kind of sh- like sem- not seminar, uh, exhibition match type of thing. And he wouldn't come out unless he drank a case of beer. Wow. That's anxiety. A whole case of beer. <laughs> yes. himself. I don't think it's anxiety. I think that's fucking pain. Like he's oh, just maybe, like, I yeah. can't even like, like can't even do it. Uh, not really. He did like a step jump off of it, like off like the second turnbuckle. He did like a weird like wall ride kind of thing off the turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a jump. Which yeah. is like the, his old guy version of his old Oh yeah. Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. It probably hurts just as much. I'm sure, man. But yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? This How is too strange. Uh, this was n- uh, eight, eight, seven, eight years ago because Z was like a little, little kid. So if like, I had to guess, he was probably in his late 60s at the time. The oh. late 60s? You have to be fucking drunk to jump oh, off a come curb. on, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> be throwing yourself around a ring? Shit. Yeah, that's like super hot. That's not super fly. That's just like yeah, yo, exactly. And it like, was a hop. It was really yeah, a hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember just being so sad. I was just kind of like, oh man, <laughs> so this is too weird. But you know what? The thing what he traded off is he has had days bigger than any of us will 100%, ever yeah. have. Hundred percent. And that's the trade off. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm 60, mm-hmm. and I still got to make mortgage payments. You know, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll do the hop. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, right? I mean, yeah, but you know, you can't be glorious forever. No, you know that's no. that's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. If it's anything like the wrestler movie, there's <laughs> not a lot going on. There. Yeah, dude, that scene where they're that girl's like dress up as a fireman. <laughs> And he wakes up in the boots, and he's just like, where the fuck am I? And I was like, whoa. That was a good movie. I got to watch that again. That was a good movie. Yeah. He looks crazy now, too. I mean, he was looking crazy then, but Mickey Rourke. He, okay. looks, he looks insane now. Is this is this a moment where we put out a public service n- announcement to the kids? Like, just don't do plastic surgery. <laughs> or drugs. <laughs> Ladies, men, just just go with it. Age gr- with grace. Don't no plastic surgery. Marissa Tomei looks fantastic. I, I, I would date her now. I mean Linda Carter. <laughs> Linda Carter. Seventy five. Call me up. Uh who else? Linda Carter. She's still alive, right? Oh, Winona Ryder. I'm like, I would be really good. Oh yeah, for her. she looks good. Yeah, I went on a ride. Looks her, good for sure. She's she Stranger Things. She looked great in Stranger Things. Her disheveled mom look. I've never it, even seen it. She has terrible that. posture, and it helps. She with, totally has she's terrible like, posture. Oh, so but, slouchy. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, it's okay. I, like, she always looks like she has a cold and didn't sleep much the night before. I'd cover for her when she shoplifts. I'd be like, it's okay, honey. Like, like, oh, here's two hundred bucks. You know, no. Uh, I know you watched that show. I did. I I, I actually. I watched it all pretty much back to back. Like yeah. there was all this hype just around it. it yeah. And then um I just got like both seasons and I like I watched it all back to back and yeah. I was like, okay. So I was trying to remember what show was it like. I loved it. It just reminded me so much of my childhood, you know, it just reminded yeah. me of being a kid riding bikes around with your pals and Oh, I, I went to Target when they released those uh Stranger Things mongooses. I just happened to walk in, I'm like, Oh, I wonder if they have any and each each Target got two of them. That's it? Yeah. 
Holy not shit. even all the targets. And I, I was like, oh, look, there's one. I was like, hey, do you have any more of these? She's like, oh, we have one in the back. I'm like, oh, I'll take them both. People were buying them and selling them for crazy money like shortly after. I doubled my money on one. And then, you know, Andrew York? Yes. He has the other one. Because I called him. I was like, yo, what's the story with these? And he kind of gave me the rundown. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you want one? He's like, yeah. Nice. So I bought it and just sent it to him. So it's, it's still here in Brooklyn. I but... still haven't been over to his shop all these years. He must be pissed at me. I gotta go over there. <laughs> you need to Andrew, cut... I'm coming over. Yeah, cut off that man bun. <laughs> oh, he's got that? Yeah. Uh, I remember. Because I was cutting his hair for a, a while. For quite a while, actually. Yeah, when he and, um, then he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow my hair on. I was like, oh, another one bites the dust. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> he dressed up as Thor this year. You can see it on his Instagram. I was like, uh, and I said, basically, I was like, yeah, but Thor didn't man bun. He's like, um, actually, he did. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that was his, like, cross-dressing cousin Thor, not, not real Thor. So His know. shop's still over here, right? Yeah. It's still over here. Yeah, I'll yeah. stop and see I, him while I'm in town. So. Yeah, I got to go check it out. Um, so let's talk about leaving New York. Leaving New York. Yeah, what made you do that? I'll be honest, I didn't even know you did until I started seeing all your posts about your fucking neighbor. Oh, man. So that's what... so much to talk about now. <laughs> When I started seeing, that was like the last winter is when I started seeing all your fucking, his, him like snow blowing your, his lawn and shit. And you're talking shit from your window, fucking hating on this guy. And I was like, wait, he moved? I was like, this is not New York. I was like, that doesn't look like New York at all. Then I started seeing like these beach photos and shit. Everyone like, thought I went to Long Island. Yeah, that's what I thought at first too. And then I was like, that's not Long Island. And then I was like, so, so tell me, what happened? I moved to my hometown, Ashtabula, Ohio. Mm-hmm. But my what mom, sparked it, though, to, to leave New York? Because you were here for a long time. Oh, yeah. I was here since 96. Yeah. New York's that place where you get over or you survive. And I got tired of, like, surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I got over in some respects. Like, I knew, like, the first 10 minutes, I was like, I got to get my hands on something. Like, yeah. I got to buy something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took me, like, six years to do it. But mm-hmm. I bought an apartment. And, like, you know, one year I moved four times. Sublets. Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. a cat. You're burning through girlfriends, like the stress. Like I'm, I had a show that opened September fifth, two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. I had ten grand on my credit card, Oof. and that show opened. It was like boom, awesome, five days of awesomeness, and then September eleventh happened, and then it Ugh. was just like, boom. Yeah, that's. And like you know, the landlord starting to look at me a little sideways, like mm-hmm. oh no, no, don't worry, you know. And I had just come back from. Uh, Maine from a summer program there. Uh, Skowhegan. It's like a you get to go once in your life as an artist. And um, yeah, so that really, like that, you know, that's something you kind of, like I've met people from New York from that time period and like automatic bond, like yeah, yeah. out in the world. Like it doesn't matter where. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah let me you tell know you my story. Yeah. yeah. So I basically like started calling up everybody I knew and I got a job at the at the Andy Warhol Foundation. Like I'd freelance there a little bit and um thank God, man, because I was able to pay my credit card off. Like yep. I got through that show. I didn't even like I lost so much money on the art world. I poured everything into it. I I burned through relationships, friends. Cause you know, like I start calling you, like, oh, he's got a show coming up, man. I'm not answering. <laughs> like, you need they help. knew you did so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, and that works for a while, but eventually, you know, people are just like, yo, I can't. Like, you're too ambitious. You got too big of ideas. Just like make some. It's little weird how that bugs a lot of people out, isn't it? Yeah. Like some people can't ride that wave. They're just like, nah. You, yeah. I think. What do you think that that is? You think it's just it makes other people kind of reflect on what they're not doing. <laughs> Three things I can tell an aspiring artist now. And they're all three things I had to learn. Firstly, be nice to everybody, Mm -hmm. which I have not been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do what you love. If you don't love it, don't do it. Like, you know, I remember being invited to be in these like kooky group exhibitions in like the middle of nowhere in the Hudson somewhere. And you're just like, look, man, no. It's lame. It's it's a drain. It's not yeah. an opportunity. And that's the thing is like, you know, like, oh, it's a great opportunity for exposure. I'm like, you know what exposure is to me? That's frostbite. People die from yeah. exposure. People die from exposure. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, you want to give me an opportunity? Say, hey, Ryan, I really love what you do. 
I can throw $500 towards something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then be like, all right, that's great. You know, like I can do a $500 something. Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, come do this thing. It'll cost you 1200 yeah. bucks. We'll awesome. They're benefiting off of that. Yeah. Not really yeah. you. So yeah. that has to change. Um, and the third thing, especially now, good credit. 100%. I've always been a maniac <laughs> about that, man. Really? Oh, dude. That's been my MO we forever. You would have to do half the shit if you weren't driving the ship. Dude, dude I, yeah. I've been. <laughs> Seriously, <dude>. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> I've always been a maniac about good credit, man. So, like, that's power. I mean, you know, whoever, what, listen to Jay Z, listen mm-hmm. to, I don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk, whoever, listen. Like, you're in a, you're, we're in a point now where you don't have to take out. $50,000 in debt to go to art school. Yeah. Like figure out, first of all, you have to be ambitious, passionate about it. You have to be a voracious reader or at least absorber of yep. things. Mm-hmm. Go see a lot of art, talk mm-hmm. to people, mm-hmm. think about it, practice the same way you do martial arts, get up mm-hmm. in the morning, yeah. grunt that out. You have to, oh yeah, and move through ideas quickly. Yeah. That's another thing. Don't Number get four. too precious about anything. Yeah, don't you like I have projects I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna collect a bunch of this stuff and then like five years later I have a box of shit Holy that I'm shit. that I never realized and I'm like, you know what? It was hoarding. I should have just moved through the idea quickly and like done with it and like grown from it and learned from it and like failed more. Failing more. Yeah, <laughs> there was something man. about that, man. That's a huge failing is just huge you learn so much by yeah. failing. Yeah. Well, isn't there a saying that real success is failing a thousand times or something like that? Paraphrasing it, but it's something like that. I read the the Millionaire Mind, I don't know, a decade ago, and it's you know like most of those wealthy people had like you know gone bankrupt a bunch of times, mm-hmm. failed at several businesses, yeah, and not in like a fake Donald Trump way. Like they tried, it didn't work out. Boom, do it again, do it again. So like, yeah, I mean, be careful. Like. You know, be careful, like, what you take on. You know, we're in this time period where everyone's into, they're into experiences and not, you know, luxury goods and objects and stuff. They're just like, oh, I want to have an interesting life, you know? You mentioned the good credit thing. The flip side of that, though, and I've heard this argument, a lot of people are just like, you, the the way that most people, most people with money um, are in debt, you know? It's all about just being in debt. It's not about, like, paying everything off. It's just... I can't live like that. It gives me heart. It gives me like anxiety to. Well, that's an investment, though. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You know, you have to invest. Like, you know, I my credit card last month was nine grand. Yeah. But that was all like three, four hundred bucks on there was stuff I didn't need. Yeah. But like everything else is shit you need. (laughs) Yes. Or stuff that's like I have to buy this, or I have to rent this truck, or Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, I'll get a job. And I'll buy a tool with that job. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to do these crazy tabletops. I'm going to go get the best table saw. Yeah. Like, I'm going to burn half of that profit on new gear, new equipment. Yeah, you reinvest it yourself. Reinvest, yeah. yeah. So, but what I was trying to say with that is, um, you know, be careful that fifty or $100,000 in art school loans. Like, go find that artist who you think is it and go work for him for free. That's right. Just call him up and be like, hey, I'm going to give you two days a week. I'm going to move to wherever you are. You're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm moving there. I'm going to go work at the Payless Shoe Mart. Mm-hmm. And help you. <laughs> and Friday and Saturday is me helping you. I don't care if I have to sweep. Just be humble and like absorb yeah. everything that person has. That's right. So, and, and you know. That's that's really good advice, man. The You know, art's very much like a trade. Um, people, the kids don't oh, like to be apprentices anymore. Exactly. Like, you know, you know we're, we're, we're going to have a shortage of people who can use their hands. That can like, do shit. Yes. Know? It's yeah. true. Yes. So, yeah, um, you, you know, you guys are never going to be out of work. That is true. But it's like, you know, plumbing, you're always going to need that guy. You, you're going to want water. <laughs> Electricians, all that stuff. I know. Yeah. I, I yeah. Me and my wife talk about my, my, especially my son. I'm always like, he doesn't need to go to like a regular college, man. You know, it depends a trade. on what you're into, man. I mean, like for me. I'm going to push him towards a trade just yeah. because there's always going to be work. How old's your son? Nine. So he might develop some crazy passion Oh, he will. And whatever that is, just be like, follow it. Because, you know, he can be 35 years old and have failed at it. Mm-hmm. And then he can be like, all right, I'm going to go to electric- electrical school. I'm yeah, going to yeah. learn how to put wires together. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, and that's, you mm-hmm. can kind of like fuck up for a good for long a while. time. Yeah. A good long Most, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how many of your friends 
Oops. Like, <laughs> how many of mine are like, yo, man, you're in your 40s. You got to put the still, parts yeah. together now. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's true, right? 40s are like the new 20 and shit. Exactly. My parents were in their 40s. I was already in my, I was like 20, 21 already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm 43 and my kid's young still, but I was not young when my dad was 43. Well, that's the other, that's the flip side. It's like, when I was teaching, I'd be like, yo, okay, you want to be an artist? I'm like, who in the room has a minor? You know, like one or two people. I'm like, okay, good. You, the rest of you better figure some other gig out. But also, I'm like, you want to be successful? Yeah. Don't have kids. Don't even get married. And they're like, what? It, I want to have kids. It's true. I want to get married. I'm no, like, it's... I'm like, for, I mean, that, obviously, that's not the end of you for everybody, but it could help a lot of people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you want to do something that's not your traditional, go to work 40 hours, come home with my mm -hmm. paycheck every week. If you want to do some weird off style stuff, you can't have kids or be married, really. That I just, mean, you uh, can, but it's you just, know, it makes it harder. I drove every girlfriend away. <laughs> <laughs> I made them all art widows. They're like, Ryan, really? You're going to carry that crazy thing home? Really? You're up at 7 a.m.? It's Sunday, dude. What are you? Why are you banging on things? Like, what? Like, I'm you're going to go done. where right now and go get what? And do what? And like, what time are you coming home? And why are you bleeding? And like, it's like. <laughs> Seriously, these are all like I'm pulling snippets out of like criticism conversations I had with all of them. And it's just like, yeah, I was like, you know, you wanted that exotic other, that artist, that creative type. I'm like, you really, no, really, what you wanted was an insurance man. You wanted some dude who's like, safe, gonna come someone's home. safe. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna like maybe make a mixed drink. He's gonna read the paper, pet the dog, and he's gonna spend his whole he weekend with you. And I'm like, you need nah. a crazy artist woman. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, uh. No, no. Uh, Some artist woman is out there right now doing a podcast, saying the exact same thing you are. Right now. And that's yeah, and that's okay. Like, but you know, I just know my limitations. Uh, there's, you know, I have some amazing female artist friends, but. I'm thinking back to grad school and I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not, mm -hmm. no, no, I'm not dating, no. <laughs> like my girlfriend at that time had a PhD um, in psychology Whoa. and like mostly numbers and like that was stimulating to me. Mm -hmm. Like that was a whole other perspective on the world. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Something totally different. Yeah, yeah, you know, if I was dating some girl who's like, you know, really into collecting records and whatever yeah. art, art school people do mm. i would it's just not <laughs> whatever art school people do <laughs> you know yeah so <laughs> what yeah, art school yeah. did you go to i went to hunter hunter ah oh. yeah i went the to fit oh yeah. the secrets come out yeah <laughs> what did you study there photography oh yeah never, i wanted to go to sva i got accepted to sva never date a photographer the, the money but uh i wish yeah. i had gone to sva instead I think really? I'd still be doing photography if I went to SVA. I hated FIT. Really? <clears throat> yeah, because it was fashion photography, so it was a lot of commercial photography stuff. And it was, um, yeah. And it was like, you know, yeah. mid-90s, and it was that cusp of everything going digital. <laughs> so everything I was learning was completely obsolete. Yeah, in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, like literally yeah, that yeah. year. Seriously, yeah. that year. Like everybody there that was in the program was buying digital cameras and showing all the kids with money was showing them off at school, right. but you couldn't use it really for your projects because right. it was film shit. But they were all shooting digitally outside of school. It was just a weird time. And all those cameras are worthless now. I know. <laughs> Crazy, right? My phone has better uh, resolution than those cameras. And that's how I feel about my whole studying there, is that uh. it's all useless. It was just like a crap time, just like nothing happened, you know? So you should have gone to plumbing school i should have gone to plumbing school no, man. <laughs> that's not true yeah that is probably true though that's what happened with me with music and my whole landscape just went away yeah yeah like, yeah right recording right. recording yeah. music oh yeah i remember i remember uh studios closing down left and right mm -hmm. in new york yeah and you yeah. know I, I remember watching that documentary um Dave Grohl bought that crazy oh the Sound City Sound City the, thing yeah. and like I bought the record and I was like that's fucking amazing wow but like that's great if you have like millions of dollars like Dave Grohl and you can go right. do this right. super eccentric shit 
And that's actually kind of where the art world is now. It's like, awesome, you got a trust fund? Cool. Yeah. You know, get a big crazy loft. Like, you can focus on this, you mm-hmm. know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I'm real. like, no, man, I grew up with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I jumped off the boat like, hi, guys, I'm from Ohio. What's up? And they're like, <laughs> ooh, how drolls. <laughs> you came White here specifically boy. to go to Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow, I did. Okay. So I went from undergrad and I applied to actually interviewed at Yale. How crazy would that have been? Yeah, you'd be a whole like a whole different person. I I'd think. be like a dick. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be a well a, a bigger dick, I guess. <laughs> but uh, no, I I I I'm very grateful I didn't get in. But um, yeah, I, I applied to Rutgers. I got in there. Columbia, I didn't. Hunter, I did. Uh, Pratt, I did. Pratt. I don't know if I applied to SVA. I don't remember. What year did you? you were that you there? was like '96. Yeah, it was '95 when I was at, at uh, yeah. FIT rather. So, but I was I was psyched. I'd already like I you know I'd lived in Pittsburgh for three years and I was already like into graffiti. Mm-hmm. Like I rode my bike everywhere. It was a good time in New York at that time. Yeah, or, man, like, you know. Like, like outside of school, like like a lot of stuff to do, and it was just funner. It was less people, I felt like, too. When Craigslist first came in, I would I had left the Andy Warhol Foundation. Like, I got laid off, and I was like, okay, you know what, man? I felt like I'm blowing it anyway. I better, like, invest 100% into the art thing right now. But I had, like, a flexible schedule suddenly. So I would check Craigslist and be like, hey, I'll come buy your bike right now for 35 bucks. Boom. 35 boom, bucks? Boom. There was this dude, Raphael, <clears throat> who I would run into at Union Square, and every time, I'd be like, Raphael, how much for that bike? Oh, $20. I'm like, where you find this bike? Like, Hutch. You're like, I'll take more. GT. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I bought like three or four bikes off this dude. Like, one wow. time, I was like, Raphael, I'm going in to see this movie. If you're still here, or if you come back, like, in an hour, I'll buy that bike off you. There he was. Wow. I'm like, cool. But, uh... Yeah, uh, the best one was the first Redline freestyle bike. It's a um, uh, RL20A Pro Styler. Okay. What's that crazy? Is it Domsies? It used to be that crazy. Yes, the f- clothing store. Thrift store. Yes, Domsies. So they moved over to my old oh, by loft. Kent on Kent. Yeah, on mm-hmm. Kent, but then they moved to Broadway. Yes. Yeah. Right next to my building, mm-hmm. I used to live in the loft building next door, and I'm walking home from work, and I about jump out of my fucking pants like oh my in the window is this redline pro stylers from like 1984 or so Holy shit. sitting there on the floor and i'm like i know exactly what that bike is i coveted that bike it was way out of my price range it was like 350 bucks in the mid 80s which might as well have been like a thousand dollars yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. then yeah i go in it's ten dollars i'm like cool Ten dollars. Ten dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> like Yeah, I you like trying not to show yeah, man. you don't want to show too much excitement. You're just like, does it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with this? Why is it only ten? I don't know, it's kinda of dusty. You seven fifty? You know, it's like, yeah. I was just like <clears throat> Holy shit. So I had that experience like a lot of times. Like I all these old bike shops, I steadily picked them clean. You know Enos? Uh, he's a, like a BMX dude. He yeah. beat me to a stack of like really rare array of rims that I was just like, yes, eh, yes. maybe I'll get them, maybe I won't. But I was like going around to all these bike shops, cleaning them out, all your GT parts. What's his first name? Enos. That's his first name. Yeah. Uh, uh, Base Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That was him, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, he beat me to like some really nice parts but um but i was going around all these bike shops and be like you know you'd work on the owners and they get to trust you and then they just be like yeah go down in the basement like you know it smells like cat piss don't get bit you know (laughs) and just like here's a box oh my this go crazy he did what we did with vp records yeah we were recently talking about the same kind of scenario but that weird time period where people don't really know what they have right and you just go in and you just kind of, they give you, because they trust you, they're like, fine, just go take a look at whatever, go look at the warehouse or whatever. It's just uh-huh. a clean house, man. It's like, I'm taking all this shit. <laughs> Holy fuck, this record's four bucks. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the yeah. hell? 
Like yeah. some of those records from that time are like it's like eighty dollars now, and I paid yeah, like two dollars yeah. for them. Yeah, record, you know? and they were like new old stock. Yeah, new old stock, and I'm talking mm-hmm. like like massive boxes, like like my like from a distributor, like a where, yeah, from a distributor, yeah. we're in a distributor's warehouse. Yeah, that's what happened with skateboards. Yeah, like I I read stories where dudes are like yeah. whatever the you know when everything changed like yes. yeah, yeah. 80s to 90s transitional periods man that's if you know your shit that's when you take advantage that's yeah right. so I have two new in the plastic Tony Hawk Bonite boards oh wow uh, that I worked at a skate shop and I called up Pal Peralta one day and everything had, pops, everything yeah. had gone to like popsicle sticks yeah and I was like yeah you guys have any old boards I'm like oh. Yeah, we got tons of them, like seven bucks a piece. Whoa. And I was like, oh, well, let me get a couple of Tony Hawks and a Caballero. And like, we just put them up in the shop and they sat there for fucking ever. Wow. Some of those old original pressings, (laughs) people, like the real legit skateboard collectors, man, I'm not one. I I enjoy collecting certain things here and there, but I know people that got a shit ton and they just sell their shit online all the time. Yo, like I have one, a friend, one of my friends, this guy Mike, he's always trading skateboards online and stuff, selling them, not trading them, selling them. Mm-hmm. And every time I see him, which is like once every month and a half, because I cut his hair regularly, mm-hmm. he's like, "I sold this one, and I sold that one, and I sold this one, and I sold that one." He's selling them for like three, four thousand dollars. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. Who the fuck is buying these things? Like, seriously, who is buying these things? Because I like them too, but I ain't fucking spending that kind of money on this shit. Like. For me to so, buy a skate yeah, like deck for like four hundred dollars is like I'm re- I have to like really justify that shit. Like I'm like I need that shit. It's gonna look great in the shop, you know, whatever. Right. And even then, I gotta like talk myself into spending that kind of money for a deck. People are spending thousands. But like, man. what justifies yeah. that board? I don't know, man. Roscop like farted. I don't know. I I still like, can't. Right. I haven't figured it out. I still haven't figured it out. I don't know. Skateboards are are unique because you know they're they're print. They're like an artwork. Yeah, but all these but reissues are fucking that up. I feel like, mm, but yes not for and, them. That's what he tells me. Not for them. For the people that really collect. Yeah, they want it's art. It's the really want the real one. Yeah, like a reissue is a reissue. Like yeah. yeah, for me, I can have the reissue on the wall and be like, that's just as good. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the reissue. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. I just want to see the graphic and remind me of that time. But people that really collect them. They want the I mean, I have some originals. Not all my shit is reissues. But I do have some reissues. Right. You know. I have a, a Rob Roscoff. Not You put that in my, in my brain. <clears throat> Not as coppice. Rob Roscoff's. Oh, really? And, like, yeah, a bunch of the did, did he ever skate? Like I watched. <laughs> I know, right? He's like in no video ever. Like he's like in like one little clip, like running through a snake run, and, and he had like the most popular board true. graphic the ever. The most, yeah, 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 exactly. I'll use a picture of the pro. That, Super uh, iconic board yeah. graphic. He was, um, yeah, the arm through the target. Yeah, yeah. and that um, weird like like devil. It just yeah. kept coming. It kept coming. Like all his graphics, those were yeah. all amazing. Who yeah. did that graphic? Uh, Jim Phillips. It was a Jim Phillips. Yeah, yeah Phillips did all that. Yeah, it looks. It looks. I wasn't sure if that was a Jim Phillips. It does look like it. Yeah. So his I, shit was the best. But I grew up. Oh, on the turf. amazing! I skated the turf. Like, oh, okay. That's where I was, they came through, and like Rob Roscoff got on his board, and, and he wrote it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just felt like he was that guy who's like, yeah, it was good, and I'm just, you know, collecting checks now. Just yeah, keep putting yeah. out new ones. And, like, because, I don't know. Like, you did I just don't remember him ever being hungry, but. That's Santa Cruz. So I was at a street sale. I've, I got great street sale uh, stories from New York. Um, I go to the street sale. I get the first Nottis Coppice. I'm like, how much? Ten bucks. Wait, what? The it's white with oh, the really with, the, with the, the panther and real yeah. janky graphics. Yeah, yeah. And I still have it. I rode it around Ten Manhattan. Bucks? Yeah, it was ridden or not ridden. It was. It was ridden, ridden but yeah. it's still in pristine lightly shape. Ridden. Like it's yeah. lightly ridden still, even after I rode it because mm-hmm. I didn't. That was a wild shape to skate. It's a weird that shape. Board, it was I like... think they're two concaves. If I'm not, I might be mistaken. They made like a concave. Like it's like a weird wave for uh, mm-hmm. regular and goofy. Mm, yeah. I might no, be I wrong. Know what you're saying, yeah. I might be wrong. But uh, yeah, it's like this in the other side. Yeah, like, like there's yeah. like a bend to it. Maybe yeah. I'm mistaken. I I, I I I vaguely remember that. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then another time, brand new, pristine, every piece of plastic you could put on it. This kid had this like day glow Josh Marlowe oh, wow. skull skates. And I was like, dude, how much? He's like, oh, 80 bucks. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, and I didn't buy it. 
And now I'm like, you dumb, dumb, yeah. dummy. Like that thing. Yeah, yeah. He didn't ride it. It was brand new. Yeah, yeah. It just, I had to pull half the plastic off of it to like make it presentable because it totally looks like a Volterra. Yeah. Like it <laughs> had the Copers lappers. <laughs> you know, you had like every piece of plastic yeah, yeah, on there. Yeah. You're like, man, there's like 50 pounds of plastic on this. Nose thing. guard. Yeah. Nose tail guard, guard, tail guard, everything. It was like ridiculous. What a weird time in skateboarding. Rails, all that shit. What yeah. a weird time. All that add on shit. So strange. Rails were kind of nice though for doing Rails could be okay for rail sliding and shit. Because some curbs like i mean it was uh, a real slide before blocks, it was a board slide it was a real slide yeah fucking hop on that thing in that motherfucking yeah. parking lot oh yeah be like nope sure if it was nowhere. slicked a little bit you were fucking moving with rails the painted yellow ones mm-hmm. yeah. you, you were you were you going were home with a bruised tailbone yeah exactly <laughs> you were getting fucked yep. up yeah i remember all the good kids though minimal boards if you remember back, you're like, all those really good dudes didn't have all that stuff. No, because it was weight, I, too. Yeah. I remember seeing this kid in Pittsburgh. This kid could ollie. And I was like, dude, I think he's... What was he at? He had some vision. Like a newer, like a later uh, gator, I think, that had a more of a concave. Like that transition period. When it started, when they started... Yeah, the they really concave. cup everything. A and he didn't skate with grip tape. No grip what? tape? No grip tape. Oh, that's weird. And I was like, dude... This kid could ollie up steps, like six steps, and land at the top. And he's like, I just got tired of buying new shoes. I learned how to do it without grip tape. Oh, weird. And I was like, what? And he was good, man. That dude was good. So. Wow. Yeah. But that's like some real, like. But I mean, you know, if you really think about it, it's rubber sole. Mm -hmm. Like as long as it wasn't slick out or wet or anything like that. You could do it. As long as it wasn't dusty. Yeah, I guess, right? Yeah, or dusty. If, yeah, yeah, you had enough enough concave. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that yeah, was crazy. like amazing to me. But I was like, man, that's actually kind of makes sense. Because, like, yeah. man, you burn through a pair of Chuck Taylors in like an afternoon. Oh, dude, oh, rip yeah. up your sneakers. You, I remember a time where you knew who skated just by looking at their sneakers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that shit? Yep. You knew you you could you could go you could to a like a store or them. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about that. Yeah. You go to like a mall or something when you were a kid. You like walk around. You see a group of other kids. You be like, yeah, they skate. You could tell by their sneakers. Yeah, so you, fucking weird. And you were part of the same tribe. Too. Same tribe, man. You're like, you, oh hey, what's up? Yeah, instantly you like bro down a little bit with them. Now I, I I remember being so. Now it's whatever. Everything's so homogenized now. But I remember when shit started to get homogenized, and I was I was so territorial of that. But like you'd see people that didn't skate like wearing vans and shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you don't skateboard. Why you got skateboard sneakers on? I used to say that shit. I'd be like, why are you wearing skateboard shit? You don't skate. Like I was mad territorial. Actually, if you see vans now, they probably don't skate. No, I know. <laughs> now it's like that's like Nikes. Yeah. I would just say this. If I had to skateboard a mile now, I would cry. <laughs> Do you you remember how far Dude? Oh yeah. Miles and miles. Yeah. Now, I would skate I would skate three four miles to the hangout session and skate back fuck so i'm on concrete floor all day long i wear these uh solomon trail running shoes mm-hmm. like there's good grip i'm like an old man now like at the end of the day <laughs> at least I'm they're like, not new oh, my, my feet yeah exactly my feet kill i'm like trying to skate in these or even just skateboarding i'm like like i'll skate to the studio sometimes and um I'm like, oh god! I'm just glad it's not double the distance. Like, wow, that would suck. Yeah, like, and that's yeah. quarter mile. <laughs> what kind yeah, of board yeah. are you skating to the- Um, I have several. I have one that's Eddie Van Halen painted, of nice. course. <laughs> what uh, kind of deck was it? Is like a naked deck? Uh, I think it was a naked deck. I don't remember. Uh, I got a couple naked decks. I got a big fat one that I painted graphics as well. Big, big uh, Kryptonics wheels, super wide trucks. So that's mm-hmm. like the tank. Like, I don't worry about rocks. So here's what I was doing. Like, I'd end up in some town, and you got to have wheels. So, I, like, I would park the car, and then I'd just go buy a skateboard. So, like, I got a Zip Zinger with, uh, I don't remember the trucks, but I got the wheels that light up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is my shit for Chicago. I'm riding around. Wheels like, that light up. Wheels that light up. <laughs> yeah, like, full-on rollerblade wheels nice. or something. I don't remember. And the, I remember the guys at the, like... Uh, skate shop kind of clowning me a little bit and I was like I don't care Hello. I don't have any rules you guys all have rules yeah. don't break them I can yep. do whatever I want give me the ones with lights yep why not <laughs> yeah so uh, what else um, 
I got a Sector 8 bamboo board that I cru- like mostly just cruisers. Like a longboard, yeah. No, no, it's short. I don't ride longboards. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have any issue. I don't have it. I actually do have one longboard. I got an old school Madrid. I have a oh, short shit. longboard. It's not like a full longboard. It's like uh-huh. a shorter one. And I don't ride it often or regularly or anything. But mm-hmm. when I do, I actually love it. Yeah, you got a vape vape going no yeah, I, don't you vape. Do. <laughs> yeah. I don't vape i don't vape, I don't vape. but when i do ride it i told i'm surfing i'm not i'm not yeah you know that's what i'm doing i'm doing all the shit that you're supposed to be doing yes yeah, the electric yeah, the electric I'm a, boards that i'm like yeah man <laughs> i'm even, crouching down even now i'll see some dude with electric skateboard i'm like where's your vape oh, pen bro i hate that yeah. you see them here all the time dude in brooklyn yeah Vaping? i'm just like dude what the <laughs> fuck they look like they're gonna get fucked up at any minute though they do. I'm just like, yo, this guy's going to get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Did you see the video I made? I took a one of those 70s Tonka trucks that's the Winnebago. No, I didn't see that. I took a Winnebago, and I ripped it all apart, and I turned it into a skateboard. So I got, like, super big trucks, and I got those off-road wheels. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. about the same size as I the Winnebago I love those Tonka tires. Winnebago. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, and they're I was, so expensive, man. Yeah, it was. And like you eight, fucked one up. I did. I cut it right up. Like, and I I got on eBay, and it was when Breaking Bad was big, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like kind of meditating on this Winnebago and like easy money, and I just got on eBay and I bought like one of these things for like sixty bucks. Yeah, that's cheap though. But it was pristine, yeah. and I'm like sawing it apart, putting holes in it. You know, I've it seen full piece of shit ones for like sixty dollars. Yeah, so, that, well, you know, that yeah. was then. You were lucky. That's like that $10 bike in the window. Exactly. Now it's over. <laughs> you find like, these deals. Uh, somebody's going to find this later on. Be like, oh, it's destroyed. <laughs> that bastard. My childhood. He wiped his ass with Superman 1. You know. <laughs> like, so anyway, I made a video. I went out to uh, that skate park in, uh, is it Long Island City? The one under the bridge? Long Island Whatever, City. Queens. But, uh. Yeah, like I went there early in the morning and like tried to ride this thing. And I got to where I could drop in on it, but yeah. I really couldn't do anything else. Well, like, you put trucks on it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Trucks and those off-road skateboard wheels. So they're oh, about the crazy. same size and look as those big Tonka wheels. So it wheels. still looked the same. It yeah. still looked like it, but it was now skateboard. But you could skate it, yeah. But man, I couldn't even like do a 360 on that thing. It was like, <laughs> it was like riding a cement yeah. block. <laughs> It's like, but I could totally roll around, and I was like rolling over stuff and crazy. Yeah. Do you think it's like it wasn't a Volterra? Do you think it wasn't? Those things were chunky. Yeah, though. they were chunky. It was yeah. like a Volterra with like a footstool glued to the top. <laughs> it was like that. Do you think it, the it was weird because of the the tire circumference? Uh, no concave, no no tail. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no tail. It was yeah, also yeah. you know twelve high, inches high. away from the wheels. So yeah, yeah. Like pushing was just ridiculous. Like you're bending way down yes. to like push. The geometry was all. It's weird. on. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, it might be on Instagram. I don't know. And then uh, the girl who edited the video and everything, she put it to like some uh, obscure music that was associated with Breaking Bad, and I was just like, kind yeah, of like yeah. a sketch she put out into the world. And I was like, man, I want to do more stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. That's this cool. is more fun. Yeah, like yeah. this is more. It's not about market or objects. It's just about like creating this thing. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, um, what are you here for this week? I'm here for this. Um, I'm oh, meeting. thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you got You're something the best. else. You're the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I did a couple fencing masks for Red Bull. I got to drop off, and I'm meeting oh, okay. with a design firm about a project I can't talk about. Ooh, but Mysterioso. it's some Mysterioso. cool St. Mark's business that's might be scalable in the future. Right. And they said, hey, can you come down because we're out of our element here? I think you're ready to go pro. I'm pro. <laughs> I already did it. It's not all it cracked up to be. You know, a lot of pros are broke. It's the top three that make the big money, but everyone else is like, yo, man, yeah, just give me some energy bars and we're good. I'll put a patch on, you know, like whatever. You got a job, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can I this... even just give me a plane ticket, man? That's it. That's all I need. A plane ticket back. And this got to get where... back to where I came from. That's where I want Troy to be my manager. Yo, man. Troy will get you paid. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you saying you know what I mean, you know man? What I'm Yo, man, come on, you know, come on, yeah. 
So that King of New York, you know the King of New York contest? It's a BMX contest. I don't think I know it. So the one year we put it together, I was like, yo, let's let's make a cop car that everyone can fucking ride on. So I found this Crown Victoria on Craigslist. This kid on the Lower East Side had it. He was willing, like we paid for it, but it was still in his name. Mm. And he drove it to the contest. Oh, nice. But like I painted the thing up to look like a New York City police car, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. except it said K-O-N-Y instead of Mm N-Y-P-D. And we built ramps. And Troy was the dude that made it happen. Because I'm like, Troy, we need like a grant. Like where can, he's like, yo, man, I'm on it. He called up everyone he knew. I'm surprised you weren't on there. I but like been. he called everyone is like, yo, man, hundred bucks, man. I think I might have been on yo, it. We'll, we'll I, put your logo on I there. I did weird shit like that with him back in the day. Yeah. I'm sure. So <laughs> like this big BMX blog, I don't know how the, he got a hundred bucks out of them. Uh, OSS on some shit. Uh, like there was an optician that his girlfriend worked at. Oh yeah, Sarah. Anthony yeah. Aiden. He's like, yeah, man, I'll do it hundred bucks. I'm like, this has nothing That's to do funny. with this, but he's kind of close. Okay, whatever. Let's find a flyer for that. I bet you I'm on. <laughs> oh, it's there's photographs oh, of like man. dudes, but we used a we used a a parking block for the light bar, so dudes were like sliding on that and jumping across that. Nice. Um, and I welded up. Uh, a bar like on the the push bar on the front of it I, like i went to a taxi place and i was like yo you got any of those old push bars he's like yeah we got one i'll sell it to you you know yeah, whatever <laughs> so like whatever bolted it on and yeah, then we yeah. welded a bar on so dudes were doing grinds on that and then nice. we just put ramps all over it and, and this thing got destroyed and we didn't get permits we didn't drain oil get nothing like it was just like pull just up it, park yeah. it lock it up like some dude was in there <clears throat> smoking weed during the contest and like all this smoke was coming out like nice. yeah old it, school man old school and the, the kid was like yeah man you know like i'll take it back at the end of the contest i'm like dude there won't be anything to drive like yeah it's gonna be wrecked yeah, those cars got they smashed all the glass yeah. everything and this was like in a city park yeah. and it just kind of flew under the radar but troy made that one happen like hilarious it is because he'll set something up. I'm not up surprised, and then, but hilarious. Yeah, he'll set something up and like sleep in that day. Yeah. Like, Troy, you, you got to go rent the truck. Yeah, yeah. You, you're supposed to be here at 7. The thing well, starts at 9 a.m. He's always kind of had his finger on the pulse. So when he says, like, like you know, says something, you're going to listen and be like, what? What's happening? You know, especially if it's a party oriented. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he can definitely pull the troops in for like a party. Yeah. He's definitely the party lord. He's the party lord. We used to call him lord. the party lord. Yeah. Yeah. That was Ruggiero. our nickname for him for a the long time. Yes, Ruggiero. That's when he would get into like super party style. He'd be like, oh, I know who's here right now. It's Ruggiero. He wasn't Troy. He went through a phase where he'd wear white patent leather shoes for yeah. a while. We were like, what? Shorts and button downs and shit. Like, yeah, man. Like, just like cabana guy. Yeah, totally. I, I remember like, him running into him at That's Central when he had Park. the, when yeah, he had yeah, the, the yeah. mustache, like the, like yeah. the skinny uh, handlebar mustache. Yeah. And I remember him like, yeah, man, these dudes don't even know, man. I'm going to this wedding. I got a white linen suit. Yeah. It's hot out, man. They don't even know. They're they be wearing these know. black suits. And I'm like, Pride yeah. in the fact that he understands the, the, the type of fabric you're supposed to wear in the summer. Right, right, right. And I was like, he wants you to know that he knows that that much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard man. he could skate. I yeah, he never can skate. No, no, skate. he can. Yeah, he can. I heard he can. like honestly, like, I've known Troy for a long time, and I will go on the record where he's a better skateboarder than a BMXer. And I used to say this to him when he had the shop, yeah. when he had the BMX shop, and he used to get so pissed at me. He'd be like, "Yo, don't say that shit out loud." I'd be like, "Dude, you're a better skateboarder than you are a BMXer." I, like he, he would do a few tricks on a bike. I remember, but like I heard story like <laughs> no, he was he, he's a good skater. He picked up a skate like a skateboard and got on that ramp and killed it. Yeah. And I was like, "What, yeah. Troy?" I I lived right down the street like a block down the street from here uh in the early 2000s and i had a half pipe in there like pretty decent you know like four foot tall like uh-huh. 16 foot wide four oh, foot extension that's amazing like a good yeah. indoor mini and he killed it on it really yeah he was good you know funny enough the only reason why i know like all these bmx guys in in brooklyn and stuff and i became friends with like you know like worms and like oh yeah anson and like tyrone and edwin and stuff is because when i had that half pipe i let them ride the the, the ramp 
Really? Like, I was totally cool with it. Like, it was like, you remember, we used to throw yeah. parties weekly. It was like at least two, three days a week where it was like party time at Danny's house. And it was open session from like... This was your house? Yeah, this was my house, man. I had, and I had a full bar. Like a long, like... <laughs> a, it, was, it was like a real bar. This was a normal Wait a like, second. Thursday night, dude. This was a real bar inside this. It Was, was this like an um, apartment? No, it was like a commercial like uh, loft, like garage. It looked like it used to be like an oil change driving place. Yeah, but it was but transformed into like a Puerto Rican... Like underground social club. Yeah. So I had a bar in there. Then I rented it and I built a bedroom. My bathroom had a urinal and a toilet. Right on. I put a shower As it in should there. Be. And I had a big living room with a Scarface fucking crazy like <laughs> city, <laughs> New York City skyline, uh-huh. big mural on the wall with mirror around it. It was insane looking. Totally Puerto Rican social club. Uh-huh. And when I built this, this uh, we had our band set up too with the whole recording set up. So we could play, kind of like we would jam live band shit and people would be riding the ramp, sessioning. It was insane. Yeah, we'd just be rehearsing. More and then you'd be yeah. like, it's now a show. Okay. So, yeah, cool. they get to skate during a show, ride bikes during a show. But I was always cool with letting all those guys ride um ride the ramp i was told i was like yo we should be doing this shit together man like fuck that we're friends i have fun i don't give a fuck and they'd be like oh that guy's iron's crazy man he's let's be riding his our bikes and shit like that's that's dope and i'd be like just have fun man like i wasn't gonna be elitist be like skateboards only like what that was ridiculous you so know you, what i mean you, you had your own limelight out here pretty much like, like the tunnel the tunnel right yeah yeah <laughs> totally totally and that's that like that's the reason I moved to New York and it's the reason I moved away because I'm like where's that now yeah like, nowhere you, can't, you just can't it's not here anymore uh uh-uh. uh New York is it's I mean I, I'm guilty of saying that and I just sound like the jaded old guy all the time hey, I, I always say kids. New York's done it's done Goddamn Sunday. I, <laughs> I always sound like that man I want to say thanks again to Ryan for coming through and joining us on this episode don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook and now on YouTube Take it easy, everybody.